Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash hidden, H-I-D-D-E-N. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, no strings attached. We're giving you a free book. You've heard us talk about how much we love Audible. Go give them a shot. And once again, promo code HIDDEN for audibletrial.com slash hidden. As always, we are sponsored by Illuminatus. Their pre-rolls are made like no other pre-roll out there. And they come in a sativa and indica blend, offering a discreet and satisfying experience every single time. Illuminatus products are always guaranteed to meet all government testing standards. So check them out at illuminatusbrand.com and on Instagram at team underscore Illuminatus. We are uh, back in another new. Well, actually, not new. This is uh, this is the room we recorded probably the first eighty-ish episodes in. Yeah, yeah, pretty much up until video. Once we uh, switched the video, we <clears throat> went to the alternate studio just because I kind of liked recording outside. But yeah, this is the first time we've been back in a while. I'm a fan of this room because no matter what time of day we record, it feels like a degenerate place to hang out. It's and- the purple room. That's why I appreciate about it is yeah. uh, is something's wrong about us talking about the topics we talk about in a happier environment. Like I think uh, the the Christmas table we were sitting at in the last episode may be the least in line with the tone of the show we've ever gone in terms of a set. Oh, definitely. But that was an audible. This room that was the ceiling was spray painted in here. It was uh, yeah. And the paint was selected because it was on discount. It was the cheap one, yeah? Yeah, it was in like the oopsie paint section where they fucked up mixing it. Yeah, so we had him with that Dave Chappelle uh, purple Kool-Aid. So we got a... Uh, the room is entirely purple. I know you can't, I guess, behind me here, you can kind of see it, but yeah. that's that's the whole room, floor and all. Yeah, even the floor. Floor, ceiling, everything. It's, uh, it's our special place. Uh, speaking of special place, what a rough week for porn. Yeah. It was... Yeah, they uh they're finally getting uh, their comeuppance, I guess. Is a long time coming. No pun intended. Uh, yes, pun definitely intended. <laughs> their Pornhub had to remove it. It was like ten million videos or something because they got in a little bit of trouble. Uh, Mastercard and Visa pulled like uh, payment processing because it turned out they had a lot of child pornography turns on the website. Out, turns out when they say barely 18, she's actually not 18 at all. Yeah, that's... Uh, they mean she's almost there. So they pulled every non-verified creator's content over the weekend. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. If you're not willing to put, like, your phone number behind the account, who knows what the fuck you'll put up. Why, did you see the uh, the New York Times article? I think it was New York Times uh, article yeah. on it where yeah, they yeah. yeah they talked about it was a like a 14 year old girl had essentially been gang raped and it was posted on Pornhub and she kept asking for him to take it down oh and yeah I saw that one they <laughs> they did not that was in my favorites it's gone now I've seen a lot of people online very unhappy <laughs> that they did not save their favorite videos before the purge oh I thought you meant they were going to be unhappy they watched child porn well that's part of it, but uh, it mostly seems like they're just mad their favorite videos are gone. 
Well, you know, nobody likes change. I've never been the the type to, uh, I don't keep like a active playlist of porn I've enjoyed. I think you're probably watching a little too much if you can. I think, yeah, I don't, I mean, each, each venture into the porn realm is its own, its own contained adventure. I don't want to go back to land I've already traversed. I want to at this point, explore new frontiers. Yeah, at this point, like, if you have a legit, like, porn account and you have, like, a favorites menu and shit, like, I think that's creepy. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it, weird. It's free. If you're volunteering <laughs> to pay for it, that that creeps me out. It's not like a Spotify playlist. Like no. I get I get wanting to concentrate your favorite music in one playlist, but how long are you beating off for that you need like a 15 video uh playlist yeah, that, that's, that spans two and a half hours? Like that's okay if you're like over forty and you've just given up on life. Or if you direct porn, like if that's you true. work in porn, if that's just, about the only place that's acceptable. If you're just like watching tape, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta research the footage. Yeah, okay, uh, that, that makes sense. But yeah, I feel like anybody paying for porn at this point is is weird. Which I guess is a little contradictory to how well OnlyFans is doing. You saw that that one nurse got in, got outed for having an OnlyFans, <laughs> and the the guy who outed her is the most. A stereotypical Guido-looking motherfucker on the planet. Oh, is he the the New York Post guy? Yeah, uh, he he looks like a Sopranos character wearing a MAGA hat. It's, <laughs> he looks picture a greasy Guido who would try and get a nurse fired, and you're dead on. That's the guy. It really is a silly thing to try and bring up at this point. Like, yeah, you know how much money she was probably making. It seems like we should be like, who gives a fuck if your nurse is showing her tits online? Yeah, I don't really get it that much either. <laughs> as long as it doesn't fuck up her ability to do whatever she needs to do, I don't particularly yeah, care. Is she doing it in surgery? We're in a uh, a post-morality world. Yeah, if she's not like pulling her tits out in a checkup, I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, your religious scruples no longer get to uh, decide what's okay in the world. But it's not even religious. These aren't like the... The religious folk even aren't even really the ones objecting. It's just like prudes. Yeah, it's just, it's sexual conservatives. Yeah, just speaking. Like, uh, the weirdest story of the week, and oh, I'm tempted to bring up the chat logs to read it. There's you a uh, YouTuber. He's been around a long time. I've never really watched his videos. I've just been peripherally aware of him. Uh, Pyrocynical. Mm -hmm. And this week... I think actually maybe last week, but he put out his uh, apology video today or more rebuttal video. He didn't apologize. Never apologize. He got caught doing erotic role play with a 15 year old in a discord chat, <laughs> but it was fat, furry fart porn. That's Ooh. what he's into. Okay. So the, let me see if I can find some of this chat because it's it's him talking. He's into like vor and shit, which is the weird fetish where they want like monsters to eat them. It's what? I told you it's the most fucking bizarre thing. That's a I've thing. Ever. Oh yeah, it's it's creepy as shit. That's, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah, he's he's inflation porn. I guess is technically what it's called. But like he wants. Uh, he talks about how his his fursona is going to, like, fart into your mouth, and that's going to fill you. Uh, yeah, it's... Word? It's bad times. Word? So, Holy shit, that's fucking weird. 
I think it's way worse that he was into that than he was talking to a 15 year old as like an 18 year old or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, that's an honest mistake. The other shit is fucking creepy. It's weird as it's <laughs> it's new. I'll give it that. It's the first I've heard of this. Uh, it doesn't look like they're including the chats in this. I can't say I blame them. The chats are are, are very graphic. It's very, un- it's not even graphic. It's just uncomfortable. It's like, it's, you're too deep into someone's fetish. And it's a very specific fetish. Very. I, I have no idea how there's enough people for them to communicate. But anyways, yeah. That, so that, that was a new thing I learned this week is a fat okay. fetish fart furry porn is... It's, it's all trip- the rage with the kids. It's a triple niche. It's holy all the shit. Rage. And yeah. then he tried to explain that he wasn't gay because he was he was doing it. It was a fifteen year old boy, but he has a girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what you categorize that as. To be honest, I don't know if I guess gay is the technical category, but it's so many different levels of weird. It's hard to even just categorize it as that. Gay feels too uh, whitewashed. Yeah, it's, uh... It's, and I don't want to put this on the gays. That's way weirder than what they do. Oh, yeah, this is the weirdest thing I've ever uh, come across in in this. Uh, nah, these are these are just screenshots of him admitting to the, the role-playing. It's just so hard to imagine a grown man just, oh, oh, to fucking <laughs> that shit. Oh, fuck me. And the fact that he said it was like, well, it doesn't matter if it was a... a man or woman on the other end of the role play. I was just into the, the first shit. Maybe. I mean, I, I'll take his word on that, to be honest. I guess it doesn't matter who's in that fucking bunny costume as long as he can fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you're just role playing at that point. And I thought the just the furries were weird. Nope, there's even weirder furries. Jesus Christ. You know, see, this is where I will give people a little bit of credence for the old uh, slippery slope. Uh, phenomena fall down well i mean like it's just some of the porn gets really fucking weird yeah and uh, i don't uncomfortably so and i don't i don't foresee it getting any saner that's an i i don't know how it could get weirder though i mean if we made our way to tentacle porn i am sure we can find another level so, there was a bad week for Pyrocynical. He got his very, very bizarre fetish exposed uh, to the world and accused of uh, pedophilia all all in one fell swoop. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the article I sent you from Yahoo, the one about, uh, that was about the owner of... Uh, oh, the Pornhub owner. I do yeah. have that pulled that was, up here, the Mind Geek guy. That was an interesting drop. It was also interesting that they dropped all these, what seems to be in a coordinated fashion. Yeah, so uh, I'll just read the bullet points of the Yahoo article. The Financial Times published an explosive report that said businessman Bernard Bergamer, that sounds like a fake name, owned much of MindGeek, which runs major porn uh, sites like Pornhub, RedTube, and YouPorn. Bergamer and other owners of MindGeek have stayed away from public scrutiny because they own stake in a complex network of subsidiaries belonging to the porn company. Pornhub recently took down all videos from unverified creators after MasterCard and Visa. Blah, we already talked about that. Former content moderators at MindGeek recently told Business Insider the firm allowed questionable videos to live on the site. That's a fucking understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say allowing child porn on your site, apparently millions of videos, is a very 
very big oopsie. I mean, let's be honest. What did what did we expect when you just let anybody fucking upload that shit? That's the only downsides to the sex workers taking their freedom back is uh, <laughs> there's not as much oversight when uh, it's one dude with a camcorder in Thailand. I thought they had, because I'm almost positive OnlyFans has like a you have to verify your identity or like any cam site, you have to prove that you're 18. I guess you could just shittily Photoshop an ID and it's not like they have any way of proving it. I mean, what if it's a foreign country? <laughs> that's that's also a good point. I'm sure a lot of it's coming from there because that's an easy one to do. Also, I think, wouldn't that... See, here's the argument I would have gone with if I was Pornhub. I'd have just gone with the age of consent in those countries. I think age of consent for porn is always 18, though. Age oh, of consent that, to fuck is... Is that very, universal? Yeah, I think... That's a really odd delineation that you can you can fuck, you just can't fuck on camera. All right, hold on. I found one of Pyrocynical's uh, messages. This is uh, a 19-year-old individual talking to a, a 15-year-old. Does he Does he think they're 18? He says he didn't know the age. He just never asked. Well, at he, some point he, he turned 16, and 16 is legal where they are. Okay. So still, I'll, I'll let you be the judge after I read this. <clears throat> to be honest, I'd pick you up, hug you while rubbing you against my huge... <laughs> hug you while... <laughs> rubbing you against my huge sweaty moves then, then, <laughs> then kiss your cheeks telling you how much I loved you and then kiss you on the lips and let out a long hard oh, belt Christ. into your mouth <laughs> I told you I told you it's, yeah there, and it gets it, That's fucking... chat logs full of that it is Ooh. fucking creepy yeah that's weird that's weird to say to anyone, let alone a fucking fifteen-year-old. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if they're both of age. That's, that's an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, that's some weird shit to get into. I don't even know what kind of trauma you have to experience to get into that. Uh, Do you I, think like he was at Disney World and like one of the fucking characters like kidnapped him and <laughs> fucked him in the, the ass and then like, you know, I guess burped in his mouth? You know how a bunch of serial killers have head trauma. Yeah, I think that's what this is. I, I mean, think there has this to be head trauma. There's trauma of some sort there, right? Uh, I I don't see any way you come to that naturally. Yeah, I, I don't see having a normal life and going through everything goes well, and then you want to fart into a furry's mouth. Yeah, that's not an and, accident. That's yeah. a, that's hype. That's hyper specific. This was a a targeted incident. Whenever it gets that specific, you know, you know something happened. Like maybe he had like his favorite rabbit when he was molested as a child. I don't know. But there's got to be a story there. Ooh. Well, speaking of oh, yes. crazed sex of... monsters, <laughs> yes, it was a fantastic week for, uh, well, not a fantastic week for one of Jeffrey Jeffrey's uh, associates, but a good week for uh, news dumps on it. So I'm, I'm almost entirely out of the loop on this somehow so you you will be informing of this for the first uh me of this for the the first time here yeah so modeling mogul john luke brunel close associate and one-time business partner of disgraced financier jeffrey epstein <laughs> has been arrested in france and is being held for questioning on numerous rape and sexual trafficking charges it's never good when they have to work the word disgraced into your description yeah, it's, it's like renowned pedophile or, or disgraced pedophile, Jeffrey yeah, Epstein. It is reserved for only the special few. Yes. Um. So we had actually talked about this dude one of the previous times we 
discuss Jeffrey because this was always rumored to be one of his primary. Uh, is this Peter? No, this no. is uh, John Luke Brunel, not Peter oh, Nygaard. Okay. I would assume they're going to go for him too. Uh, although I did read that this may have come from Ghislaine. She's potentially. She's given up names, maybe. Look, if she wants to get out, she can. She could give up everybody else. That's what everyone's always said. Like, if if anyone's got enough names to uh, wiggle their way out of the situation, she, she's got enough cards to pull out. I mean, I think she was clearly the brains of the operation at this point. I think Jeffrey was just having fun. I think anyone who wasn't directly fucking the kids could be considered the brains of the operation. Well, when I you're not she... uh, spurned on by your own horny. I think she might have dabbled in that. I just think she was the one actually running the books and whatnot. <laughs> Working as the accountant at the sex island. I just assume Jeffrey's more of like an absentee owner and she's like the worker who's stuck doing all the fucking work because their boss didn't give a shit. I see Jeffrey Epstein is like the Mark Cuban of pedophiles where he's yeah. just like, he's got the money and he's really into he's uh, living the into life. it. Yeah. So he's just, he's, he's gung ho. Yeah. But he's got someone else to do all the paperwork. Yeah. He needs the coaches and the behind the scenes staff to handle the, uh, the minutia. Yeah. So I'm sure she, it really always was just a matter of whether or not she wanted to give it up, but we'll get back to her in a second. Cause she made some, some fun headlines too. Okay. But, uh, so this was a fun quote from, uh, Dizia Hoosman, of one course. Of, former Dutch model who uh, said Brunel drugged and raped her in Paris in 91. I am so happy with this news and cried tears of joy. How much drugging and raping was fucking going on, man? Apparently quite a bit. Should we be drug <laughs> drugging and raping? I don't know. It might be out of vogue. It's kind of played out Our now. new sponsor, Ruhypnol. <laughs> is, <laughs> everyone else from, has got Blue Chew. We've got roofies. Coming up from Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Fuck. So Brunel reportedly provided Epstein with uh, lines of credit to. That's not the word I thought was going to come after or, lines me, of. <laughs> uh, Epstein providing Brunel with a million dollar line of credit. So I believe. I don't know how high up you would want to put him, but he's probably at least in the top tier under Jeffrey in terms of important people. He's in the uh, the the key group. Yeah, I mean he's one of the other billionaires who could finance this shit. And I mean people, he was kind of like Jeffrey. He was kind of everybody knew this dude was uh, partaking. But it does seem interesting that a lot of modeling agencies, apparently just uh, pimps. Has no one tied that to Trump? Uh, like the oh, no, 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 that's, that's, one of, and... that's one of the routes they go with him. Well, because like, yeah. Just because he was in that world. If everyone else in that world is seemingly involved in it, I don't know how he wouldn't possibly. Yeah, but But he had Miss America too. He wouldn't, why would he risk that? Although I did see that he might want to reboot the the uh, the Apprentice. Of course he does. Of course he does. I don't exactly know what they'd be apprenticing. I would watch the fuck out of that. Though. Oh my god, it'd be the most watched show on TV. He it he, wouldn't even be close. That's one of my favorite moments of his presidency is when he could have been doing important shit, but he's just talking shit to Arnold Schwarzenegger on Twitter because the ratings on his version sucked. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was good. That, that was back in the heyday. Look, that's the only, like, win that when he leaves office is then we get him on TV again. Possibly on his own network. Yeah. Although I saw I saw some people starting to turn on the the other, the Newsmax OAN-type uh, networks. Already? Well, they're starting to refer to Joe Biden as oh, President-elect Joe Biden. I did see that. They had to, they issued an article, they're like, 
listen, we we gotta call him that at this point. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. you fucking traitors. I know. This, I like how they don't understand how journalism works. It's like, look, factually speaking, that is the current situation. Yes, if, if it uh, changes, it can be remedied at a later date, but for the time being, that's the reality. I mean, those people are gonna run, they're just gonna not be able to watch anything. We, <laughs> the, uh, the resident Q expert, um, who still believes Trump is gonna win, by the way. They all do. Oh, they're all, they're leaning really heavily into the executive order. He, he started to make me nervous because the other day he was talking about his, uh, gun stockpile. I hate when I'm a prophet of doom. He, he had multiple assault rifles <laughs> and, and some, uh, pistols. See, I shouldn't it, say assault rifles. They're, they're, legal ARs. Yeah. So it as far as I know they have not been modified for uh the bump stock isn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, this was what I was uh concerned about was the the old Donald uh riling these people up too much with him not understanding that no they're they're pretty itching to go out and shoot people. Yeah, everyone thought my bulletproof vest was a dumb idea. Yeah. Safeguardarmor.com. No one's going to be thinking <laughs> no one's going to be thinking it's dumb. I'm going to start broadcasting in that and stab proof. Yes, that's true. That's the most important part. It seems yeah. like stabbings are on the rise. There were a lot of stabbings at that uh, Stop the Steal rally the other week. Oh. Has, I guess because bullets are hard to come by in California right now. How did uh, how did Alex Jones' uh, uh, most recent march on Washington or whatever the fuck he did over the weekend? That was the one where he got accused of inciting violence against Joe Biden, remember? Yes. The we'll remove him one we're gonna remove him one way or the other. Did did you hear any of the audio from the uh the like speaking event he did where it was the My Pillow guy, him and, and like a few other uh right wing dudes? Oh no, I didn't. It was I knew that my pillow guy was there, but I didn't see too much of it. It was like snake handling Christianity. It was some <laughs> wild the my pillow guy started talking about how he was having prophetic visions back in the day when he got sober of meeting Donald Trump. I saw the pillow in a vision. <laughs> yeah. It just came to me. Anyone starts talking about prophecy and they're a fucking pillow salesman. Yeah, but if it was a prophecy about the most comfortable pillows you'll ever afford <laughs> or own, that would be fucking hilarious. He uh mostly because I hear those pillows pillows suck yes uh he he was the opening act i believe alex closed it well alex is still the headliner look if the civil war goes down i know who's gonna be out in front leading the troops well alex he has the proper cadence for it the problem is a lot of these guys don't know how to speak in front of a crowd like they don't know how to build well they have momentum as they speak they haven't been yelling for 25 years yeah he was literally just like yelling catchphrases he's like they're gonna fucking kill our babies look, don't let them kill your christian babies look alex is when you see alex in his environment you understand why he's as popular as he is the oh, man is good people were psyched to hear him yelling oh, about bro, don't kill your christian babies this is really this really has been his time to shine which i guess is the perfect ending to 2020 is the fact that Alex Jones is coming into his own, leading a fucking furious mob of MAGA supporters, pretty much. Although briefly, as long as we're on the top of, of uh, Alex Jones, he seems to have given the boot to uh, the dude who hosts the morning show, David, David Knight, Knight. David Knight, who I always called... InfoWars. He was always like the, uh, the dose of reality from InfoWars, although he was going pretty off the rails there at the end, too, I'm not going to lie. He was talking about shit with Pachenik, wasn't he? Or was that Owen... I read some rumors here or there that Pachenik might be the reason people were getting fired. I think so. Because once again, so. I don't know why anybody ever believed that crazy fuck. Because every time he comes on, he says the most ridiculous shit. I helped overthrow China in the 80s. And yeah. 80s. 
Well, sometimes I, I at this point I don't know if he's just actually having fun fucking with Alex because his credentials are verified. Like you can look them up. Yeah, he he did work for whatever intelligence agency. So I have to assume at this point Alex must have come to the conclusion that he was just feeding him bullshit. Well, Pachenik was the first dude right after the elections who came out and was talking about, uh, <laughs> I think it might have made Owen look bad because he called into Owen's show and he then gave some shitty excuse about why he couldn't call into Alex's show. I think it's because Alex kind of started to hate him. <laughs> he started talking about how uh, the election was going to be overturned any day now and they used those radioactive isotopes to mark the ballots. Yeah, the radioactive and- isotopes really, uh, really got him... Owen was so fucking happy to get this scoop. He was oh. ecstatic. Oh, yeah, because he was so bummed from the, the night before. Yeah, he was like, yeah. this is world changing. Yeah. He's like, we got to get Alex on the phone. Yeah, he was so happy to hear that. Poor Owen. Owen was, I th- he said he tore his larynx. So his <laughs> his voice was like gone, which I guess that makes sense. He was probably, he was screaming up quite a storm. He does pretty good in a crowd. He's not quite Alex, but he's he's pretty good. If you work for InfoWars, you got to know how to yell. I hope I hope Alex manages to keep him cuz Owen is fucked if he lose, if InfoWars drops him. He's going to have to try and jump to Revolt or or Prager U. His it options are going to be limited. It's really hard to get a job after you've been that committed with the InfoWars world. The people who dabble in it and then jump like Candace Owens. Yeah, she jumped quick. She made the right decision. She realized the brand was there. Go straight to Fox. Yeah, but uh, the people who've been around for a few years, maybe did a few iffy documentaries about some kids dying. Uh, No, I think Owen would have avoided any of that because I think he was 2015. He tried uh what's he doesn't have wolfgang how big he had the the other dude on oh you mean for the parkland kids yeah well that was a trap was that, that pachenic yeah that was that, was, that was fucking pachenic yeah it was <laughs> right. that's why i'm saying like i think alex might have at this point just realized like this dude's more trouble than he's worth well the shit he's saying is probably what's getting a pull because he literally came on that show and that we were watching that, like yeah, an hour yeah we were watching it because we were hoping they wouldn't get themselves in trouble and yeah that dude immediately just comes on and goes Alex or uh oh and there was no shooting those kids aren't dead nothing happened and he's like oh uh I, I don't think we're supposed to be saying that but if it's your opinion yeah he fucking almost killed Owen that day oh man that is uh the fact that he came to that conclusion within like 45 minutes of the bodies dropping. Oh, yeah. It was literally within like an hour. The he had nothing to base it on. There was no. no information out. Well, that dude believes they're almost all fake because according to him, I would have faked them. Everything is fake. Yeah. There hasn't been a real Which the shooting one, ever. Columbine. Pretty much. But the one fly I always find in that is wouldn't you be able to get better results from real grief? Yes, it would negate you having to hire a bunch of actors and a bunch of families to, to or people to play the families of the yeah if i'm gonna go through the, the trouble of staging it like why don't i just actually kill them it's much easier to kill 20 people than to pretend to kill 20 people and cover the story it just always seemed unnecessary it's uh yeah it, it's just it's mind control with extra steps but yeah i think alex finally realized that dude might have let him astray <laughs> fucked up his credibility although I don't know if it's going to end well, but Alex is all in. I give him credit. I hope Joe is building him some sort of safety net because Alex seems like he might jump head first into this. I Although hope, he's also been kind of a voice of reason going, look, folks, I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty bad. I hope uh, Joe replaces Jamie with uh, Alex Jones as the fact checker. 
I don't think Alex Jones could play second fiddle. It would be hilarious, though. There, what was that podcast? It was Alex Jones, Tim Pool, and uh, uh, Michael Malice. No one could get a fucking word in Androids. You know what? The first time they couldn't. The second time, Michael figured out to just fucking yell over Alex. Because <laughs> it's not that Alex is trying to talk over people. He's just talked to himself for like six hours a day for the last 25 years. It's his whole job. If he yeah. stops talking, it's just dead air. Yeah, so when you're the only person talking, it's very hard to turn that off. But yeah, the second time, Michael Malice realized just yell over Alex. Because he was <laughs> yelling at him that like Michael Malice hates the fucking police. Uh, and Alex was kind of getting mad at him, like, oh, just take the fucking easy way out here. Yeah, this is the police's fault. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it is the police's fault. They fucking suck. It was pretty entertaining, actually. He's he's good when he's got other people there who will get into him, which my, is why he's good with Joe. My favorite part of it was Alex Jones in the beginning of the podcast eating steak with his hands. Oh, yeah. On he was, Mike, he was just fucking munching on a steak. Yeah, he did that the second time he was there, too, but with pizza. The man is, uh, he was pretty... He was pretty uh, zooted on that second one. I don't think you get to interview Alex after like 4 p.m. without him having a few pops in him. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's making it till 4 these days. It's, I read an article earlier. It was pretty funny that it was like 40% of people working from home admit to drinking during the day. Fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Like, might as well. What? You don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. You that, can. Well, you I was shouldn't. like, what does that mean? Am I having like a beer just because fuck it? Or like, am I fucking taking shots at 930? Yeah, most people's definition of being like fucked up during the day is very disappointing. Yeah. But, but that would definitely become a thing if work from home becomes more of a... Having a beer at lunch is one thing, but like being fucked... Have you ever been fucked up at work? Not, I mean, not this job. Uh, Obviously, that goes without saying. Uh, there was that two week period at BYU where I was directing when I had the hydrocodone syrup because <laughs> I got sick. I don't remember those shows, but they came out pretty good. Uh, I think I was lit to the gills that week. That is still the greatest drug God has ever created. That stuff is delicious. I think the most fucked up I've been at work when I worked as a, uh, a camp counselor. Oh, right, right, right. We had to go to Disneyland. It was a oh. Horribly long day. It's my least favorite like trip we had to do as a counselor because you were with the kids from like seven in the morning till nine at night. Jesus. So a long day. I did the smart thing. I woke up early, chugged two four locos, <laughs> and then promptly vomited all over my driveway. And then I went to work very drunk. And well, what are you gonna do? In retrospect, I don't know how no one called me out on it. It's not exactly easy to hide the stench of malt liquor emanating from someone at seven in the morning. Well, the cool thing about kids is they don't know any better. They don't, but the adults who should be looking after them should know better. Well, but nobody else really cared about that job. No, yes, most people. There was another counselor who took edibles and she got <laughs> way too stoned and just spent like the entire day in the bathroom, like tripping out. <laughs> yeah, she. At least you were useful still. Oh yeah, I was never. I was never uh, out of commission on on the job. I was just, you know, not on my A game, perhaps, or maybe I was better. Maybe I. I'm not good with kids. Maybe Bishop if, always. Bishop always said, "Never parent sober." It it seems to hold true. Look, if if you can get high and like sit and watch cartoons and listen to your kid babble on, like that's good parenting. There you go. Have yourself a drink, mom. Uh, all, right, so, all right, getting back to G Lane. <laughs> yes, that was a bit of a sidetrack. Look, I care about Alex, and if someone's gonna go off the rails here and instigate some sort of civil skirmish, it's it's gonna be him. Plus, we gotta suck up in case we can take over David Knight's spot on Infowars. 
That's we'll do it for ten grand a year. That's Alex. true. Look, ten grand a piece. We have our own <laughs> studio. We're cheap and we're willing to plug. We don't use shitty Zoom audio. We'll do an entire hour every week just plugging. I already know about all your fucking products. You, you guys want to buy overpriced pills? <laughs> oh, I guess that's probably not the... You want some shitty supplements? <laughs> no, they were overpriced, but now they're 50% off. 60% off for the oh, holidays. <laughs> you knocked it up a notch. Brain Force Plus. Well, now, uh, now with cocaine. If you go to the Infowars website, there's a picture of Alex Jones in a Santa hat doing like the Uncle oh, the- Sam wants you point. It's like Uncle <laughs> Sam wants you to save 60% on supplements. Uh, Uncle Sam needs you to spend more money. Yeah. Well, you have to fire fucking David Knight. Apparently the man needs money. Yeah, David Knight feels like he'll land at a Newsmax. He looks professional enough. He wears a suit. Yeah, he's got, he, he has a professor look to him. All right, I'm sorry. Let's get back to a king pedophile. So this was a fun one. Uh, so Ghislaine Maxwell uh, declared her innocence late Monday and proposed a $22 million bail package that would include armed guards to ensure she does not flee because that would totally be a good agreement. Oh, I did see that. This was her quote unquote like husband or partner uh, offered to put up like 20, yeah, it was 20 something million to. Yeah, her husband would post a $22.5 million bond, mirroring their combined assets to support her bail application. I find it very hard to believe she's only worth $22.5 million. Also, what do you think the over under is on amount of time between her getting out of jail and her being in a different country? Oh, if they let her out, she's never going to come back. She's got, what, three passports? Speaks they, multiple languages that they know about. I mean, she's she seems like she's probably intelligence of some sort, so I'm sure she knows how to disappear. Yeah, I think if they let her out, she's out of the country within the day. Yeah, she's if they let her out, then then something's a, shame on them. <laughs> something's amiss unless they arrest everybody else first. That's what makes it interesting is like she could just give everybody up and probably still walk out. But she's going to, I guess, try and give up as little as she has to. I want a better list. I don't really care about Peter Nygaard and uh, whatever the other dude's name was. Like, I did eccentric billionaires I expect to be pedophiles. I want Hollywood examples. Well. Or political. I think they're going to try and get the billionaires first because those make a better photo op. You can also seize their assets, I guess. That's true. You know how we're going to pay for this wall? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take down the pedophile cabal. <laughs> we're going to use pedophile money to build this wall. Someone give me Q. Has he said that yet? Can we combine, like, all the pedophile billionaire's money and all the, the busted drug lord money into, like, a Monopoly style, if you land on free parking, you get the money in the middle of the board type thing? Let's just put it to, like, the lottery. Yeah, let's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, the let's do a lottery, lottery system. It's the super lottery. where uh, The only lottery that pays entirely in cash. Although, do you want pedophile money? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am not picky about where my money comes from. As long as I was not the one distributing the pornography, okay. I'm taking the ability for them to produce future pornography. I guess, by, I guess that's true. I'd rather build the wall with it. That'd be fine, too. Just I'm okay it, with anything at this point. Just because we could be like, Jeffrey Epstein didn't hang himself, but he did build that wall. He didn't. We can have a plaque for the man outside. So another statue. Fu- another fun tidbit from that was uh, apparently everyone's view, and in, including Ghislaine, is that uh, Epstein was murdered. So Ghislaine even thinks that he was murdered in his cell. So he was murdered in his cell. Yeah, it, uh, if it she certainly thinks, seems that way. If she thinks he was murdered in his cell, he was almost definitely murdered in his cell. 
yeah, that's uh, we don't have to go over the evidence on that. Uh, we've we've talked about it before, but it's uh, it's very very hard to believe that uh, all those series of events just sort of happened by coincidence. Yeah, to uh, lead to him being able to kill himself, not on camera, or have anyone be able to verify it. The amount of coincidences that have to be organic makes it harder to believe that than someone killing him. Not to mention, didn't his, like, a family member or something, a brother, pay for an extra, yeah. like, a, a different autopsy? I think it I think it was his brother, yeah. And the, uh, the that doctor... That was the Michael Baden or whatever the fuck his name is? Yeah. The dude who did the autopsy? The dude who uh, conducted the autopsy, I believe, did conclude that his injuries were more in line with, like, someone getting choked. Yeah, 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 because he said the hyoid bone was uh, fractured. So... But, uh, and then, uh, so continuing now, we got some good news on the, uh, the party prince. Ooh. My favorite. There, uh, there's apparently, Prince Andrew may have misled the BBC when he said he didn't stay at Epstein's home in 2001. It, how is he gonna, like, has he not learned that he can't lie about this shit? They kept records of all this stuff. You can't just pretend you weren't there. You would think he would have learned that by now, but no, no, he apparently has not. There's pictures of him in the fucking house. Like, how do you... Uh, that's a green screen? We often posed in front of a green screen, pretended to be in each other's company. Yeah, he's really struggling. And he's a terrible liar, too, which makes Awful. even which makes it funnier that such a bad liar is like, no, I can talk my way out of this. We're good. Which episode... Uh, we did... Maybe it was back in the 20s where we just did his uh, his interview on 60 Minutes or whatever the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's still the most disastrous interview I've ever seen. That was so fucking bad. Oh, my God. I don't see how he could continue to play this any worse. Well, let's see. Uh, so uh -oh. <laughs> when Andrew uh -oh. was uh, interrogated by Matt Lees on camera about Solzberg's allegation, he conceded that he might have visited the property during the trip, but denied staying there. Uh, Andrew said in the stumbling reply, well, I, I probably did because of what I was doing. I was staying with the council general, which is further down the street on 5th, so I wasn't, I wasn't staying there. I, I may have visited, but <laughs> definitely didn't, definitely Definitely no, no, no activity. And that was his uh, out, which super convincing. You know what that reminds me of uh, when when Sandusky was doing that interview? Oh, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. Did you fuck those little boys? Like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, that's 100% yes. <laughs> I, you shouldn't take a, a 40 second pause break between have you fucked kids and no. Yeah, I do love that the party prince just turns into a bumbling mess every time he gets questioned. Also, it's this weird thing where they try and provide angles that really aren't an excuse. Like uh, him saying he was at the house, but he didn't stay the night as if he can only rape if he's there past the hours of like midnight. Well, it's also fun when he goes immediately to no and then has to do the calculus in his head and realizes like, wait a second, wait a second. Okay, maybe, maybe, <laughs> no, maybe, yes, no. And he really can't remember, which is really hilarious, because that makes him, he he is the worst tell I've ever seen. But which definitely is, no child sex. Which I guess makes sense, because as a royal, why would you ever have to really lie? Yeah, you pay people to do that for you. You'd never really develop that muscle, because he's like literally incapable of it. <laughs> he, he really does suck at it. Which makes me think like G-Lane must have some pretty 
fantastic dirt on him. I think uh, she got some good training from Pops. Yeah, I definitely think she's probably got... This story talked about, I guess this was also near the time when they had the uh, the puppet that was kind of like a lookalike of uh, Andrew. Oh, yeah. And I guess that was the same accuser. I just want to see the puppet. That uh, Someone produced pictures of this puppet. That's got to be a weird request for whoever made the puppet. I think it was weirder that he like thought it was cool. Uh, that kind of tracks for me because like uh, any puppeteer out there not to insult our puppeteer audience. But, uh, <laughs> our many puppeteers out yeah, there. So we have a large contingent of uh, puppeteers who listen. They're fucking weird. Like, it's weird by nature. You're you're talking to yourself for a living. You're talking to a, a dummy. You're talking to a fucking doll. Yes. It yeah. is. It's probably one of the weirdest things you can do. <laughs> I think, uh, what's his name, the comedian, is probably the only person who does that and doesn't seem weird. There's uh, Terry Fedor, and who's the other one? No, fuck, that's not the, the, the one who has one. the jalapeno on a stick. The Son one, of a bitch. The one who's been on Comedy Central for like the last 15 years. That guy is so fucking... I always blank what on is his it? name. Not Jim Gaffigan. Not, but, uh, not Brian Regan either. Fuck. No. Jeff Dunham. There it is. That's Jeff what Dunham. it is, yeah. yeah. He's the only person I've really seen do that who doesn't seem weird. Except he just uses it as a way to, like, talk shit about foreigners. Well, that's what makes it funny, though. Just, His terrorist shit was incredibly racist, but it was just, so fucking funny. Oh, the dead terrorist is one of, like, my favorite bits of his. I don't I don't think he can get away with that. Well, I take that back. He, he can 100% get away with that in the majority of the middle of the country. I mean, you can get away with anything in comedy if you're willing to not have to apologize for it. Yeah. Also, as long as you suck up to the right contingent. And if it's the... funny, I guess, because that bit's legitimately just funny. He also had the... Doing uh, a puppet where it's a dead terrorist is hilarious. The jalapeno on a stick with the Mexican accent. Yeah, there were a lot of his that were just good stuff. It, uh, it was simpler times when, when you could just do an accent and that was a bit... Yeah, that was uh, the whole thing, just a funny voice. Yeah, it's just a Mexican jalapeno with a mustache and a voice yeah now they're fucking replacing apu with real indians (laughs) boo i that was the stupidest thing ever like if you want to bring in new characters and make them they should have had jeff dunham do the voice yeah actual the race of their fucking cartoon like go ahead but why ruin apu he was he was sacred just deport him (laughs) gotta be fucking cruel to one of my favorite characters and that's one of the best voices in tv history yeah is this other dude even gonna be able to do it is it not racist Probably if not. he does the voice? Because <laughs> what's the fucking difference if that dude does the goofy Apu voice other than someone else doing it? I think if I were running The Simpsons, I would just say we hired someone else and then continue to have Hank Azaria do the voice. I'd probably do that too, actually. Yeah, no, you could just be like, this guy does a fucking bang on Apu. It's just a, dead the, on. It's like the Ghost Rider. Yeah, and then you just post a picture of an Indian dude on Twitter and everyone can go fuck off. You want to be the face of Apu? <laughs> that is pretty... Uh, Pretty fast. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That shit really irritates me. The Simpsons is so bad now. I what a disgrace. Watched, I haven't watched since like season 13. I can't do it. I wish they would just hang it up. But uh, so we can close with, well, we'll close with the, the podcast becoming misinformation because that's oh, funny. Oh, excellent. Yes. But we'll, we'll go through this real quick just because it's going to be big. But uh, this SolarWinds hack is pretty bad from what I've been able to tell. Uh, this particular article said that the hackers had God mode. <laughs> and just like God access to well, essentially all of our government agencies and a lot of our private sector. 
This was the one where the password turned out to be like SolarWinds123. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the initial way they got in. And we're on a bad run of people in high positions using very poor passwords, because the guy who uh, hacked Trump's Twitter did confirm, I think it was like MAGA12, or no, <laughs> it was MAGA2020 exclamation mark was his Twitter that password. Sense. That makes sense. I'm surprised they let him set his own password. You would think things of national security would have like a randomly generated just slew of numbers and characters. You'd think he'd get like a presidential iPhone or yeah, something. Yeah, or just log in with biometrics. But yeah, the the handful of reports I've read about this, they all make it seem really, really bad. The uh, the crazies on Twitter were calling it a digital Pearl Harbor. What's the rough breakdown of this? Because I'm not super uh, familiar with it. I know... So a third party, I guess... That SolarWinds used or was associated with, I forget the name of them, I think it was FireEye or something, they found the back door when they were going over all of the code, uh, and they told SolarWinds, and then SolarWinds looked into it and went, oh, holy shit, this is really bad, because apparently <laughs> they had access since, uh, like, last November, uh, Ooh. and uh, pretty much all of our government agencies... A lot of local government agencies were using it. A lot of the private sector. It fucking got into a lot of shit. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how much they reveal because it seems bad. Uh, I read somewhere that they might have had access to either our nuclear arsenal or something about the nuclear weapons, which is horrifying. All right, here's a, a very basic paragraph off Wikipedia that describes it. This is the uh, the article for 2020 United States Federal, uh, federal Government Data Breach. The cyber attack that led to the federal breaches began no later in March 2020. The attacker apparently exploited software from at least three U.S. firms, Microsoft, SolarWinds, and VMware. A supply chain attack on SolarWinds Orion software, widely used in government, uh, and industry gave the attackers a foothold in victims' networks. Flaws in Microsoft and VMware products allowed the attackers to access emails and other documents and to perform federated authentication across victim resources. In addition to the theft of data, the attack caused costly inconvenience to ten, uh, tens of thousands of SolarWinds customers who had to check whether they too had been breached and in any case had to bring systems offline, begin lengthy, complex decontamination procedures, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, that sounds like a pretty big fuck-up. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad, which is also interesting because there's also been some talk regarding the uh, executive order that uh, the Donald can theoretically use should there be sufficient evidence that the election was compromised and if anything was going to be legitimately justifiable in that regard it's probably something this bad when well uh, you're talking about the the executive order we talked about uh, like a week or so ago the 2018 yeah. one yeah that one that Wasn't... one has until the 17th of January they were supposed to release their report on the election but Today, I th right? Wasn't yeah, the, but the I first think, day was the 18th of... I believe uh, so, but I think they found this hack and went, oh, holy shit. And, uh, had to pivot? Pro well, they probably had to add a little something to that report. Yeah, I guess that this, increases the length. I mean, this changes the whole thing if they've had access for over a year because that gives them plenty of time to set up, in theory, something regarding the election. Now, if we're going to jump real deep in the weeds... Let's... Did the Donald 
ask Putin to do it just so he could show that the election was compromised? That's, uh, if I went on a Q website, that is what they would say. So I'll go with it. <laughs> because it doesn't really matter who hacks it. Now, I saw a few people saying this was an act of war, which it, it could be. If, it kind of does seem like that. It seems like it might be. Interfering with an election is a pretty big deal. Not but, that we haven't done it, but... But if I combine that 2018 executive order... With the hack. With the hack. Knowing how deep they got for how long they were in there. And he does. He keeps tweeting about how any day now. Well, Elections could be overthrown. Oh, well, and Putin didn't give a fuck. He'd do it. He already, the word already hates him. He didn't give a shit anymore. Putin just tried to assassinate the guy he tried to assassinate again this week. I did <laughs> I did find it funny that, uh, I guess, the reporter finally got him to admit, like, yeah, maybe our guys were following him. So what? His excuse was for why they didn't do it was they would have finished the job, which is what I would expect him to say. I, I think the first time they tried to use, like, poison soup, I don't know what they used uh, this round. No, they poisoned his water. But they... Uh, they kill people in a very, like, wily Coyote type way. I mean, we talked about it last week. We got fucking microwave guns. Yeah. I'd, I'd like something a little, uh... We can kill from quite a distance. I'd like something like that as opposed to a poison chicken noodle. I don't know. There's something kind of funny about that, too. It's old-timey. It's like the way you would kill someone 300 years ago. I do like that he really is a fan of poison. That's very KGB of him. Well, I guess it's much... To be fair to Putin, uh, it's much easier to get poison into things than it is to get, like, you can't just put a bullet in someone's soup and then they <laughs> eat it and fucking their brain flies out the back of their head. It is the only thing you can inject just about into anything. Yeah, you just pour it in a drink, pour it in some soup, put it on the tip of a bullet. They And apparently they make a good poison. I Not guess good the, enough. <laughs> I guess the U.S. must have given up that craft. This Maybe. guy's the new fucking Rasputin. They're trying to take him down. Man won't Man won't fall. They've just got someone chained in a fucking laboratory somewhere <laughs> just making up different poisons. Some scientist is getting punished for this, uh, <laughs> this fuck up. The poison was not strong enough. <laughs> they, Putin's just fucking mad he's not dead. He must be furious. I would not want to be on his staff because anytime you fucked up, like people get mad when Trump fires people. Putin just uh, finds a way to for them to fall out windows. Yeah. They got a big uh, window security problem in Russia. People or, are just falling out of the windows left and right. Or who was it in Iran? Rogan was talking about uh, is that chick who did that weird photo of like zombie uh, Angelina Jolie or whatever. <laughs> uh, how she was like arrested in Iran for like social media posts or some shit. Oh. And they fucking threw her in prison. For, I think she didn't go into prison for like 10 years or something. And she's apparently just like actually mentally ill. So they pretty much just put a mentally ill person in jail for 10 years because she did some Instagram posts. Good times. Free country, though. Yeah. Very progressive. So, so remember that there might be some, some bad shit going on here, but you're not in prison for Twitter. Not yet. Yeah. Any now, day now. The Donald that declares his executive order, he fucking might. You might want to watch what you tweet. Well, we have been. You want to switch? We've been... Oh, deemed yeah. apparently misinformation now. Not us in particular, but uh, the the genre in which we exist. Yes, uh, the the Guardian wrote an article. Uh, Sinister sounds. Podcasts are becoming the new medium of misinformation. With a picture of old Joe. Oh, poor Joe. They're really crucifying him. After a switch to Spotify, people are just shitting on him left and right. Yeah, so they kind of bring up uh, Steve Bannon's war room. Uh, <laughs> Surprisingly, they don't bring up Alex. I think they're trying to avoid giving him press. That would make sense. 
they kind of go over how the ecosystem, they mostly just focus on all right podcasts, which I find funny because like there's some crazy liberals saying shit out there too. Oh yeah. You can find whatever you want out there on iTunes is available. Let's see. Part of the disinformation pipeline. Apps such as Apple and Google Podcasts are significant gatekeepers of what kind of audio content reaches our ears, says Evelyn Dueck, a lecturer at Harvard Law School. Yes, more Harvard professors. Yeah, know. what a dumb cunt. Tell us exactly what, what, a, they, <laughs> what just, they feel. Just talk shit about all the people. But uh, essentially this person is just mad they're not taking more shit down. Uh, yeah, that... that you would think someone of that level of education would see the problem with restricting freedom of speech. Yeah. Now, they're, I mean, these people, they're saying, like, one quote here is, too many podcast platforms have not done the work around content moderation of their bread and butter material because nobody wants to do that. None of these companies want to have to do this shit. You know what I found out based on my research of this woman? I think she's a pedophile. I would agree. I think, yeah, I would I'm, agree. I'm of the opinion based on my research. My deep research on this subject, which look, I, uh, folks, look, I've done the research. All right. We have the documents. My deep research of the last 15 seconds from when I heard about her, she was she was at Little St. James. We have the photos. She was the pilot. She, she flew the plane. She flew the plane. She flew the Harvard jet to Little St. James to, to personally hand over children who couldn't pay their tuition to Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here was here was one of my favorite parts was uh, providing a pedestal for questionable views. Pedestal. <laughs> if there is a center to the fight over podcast moderation, it is the Joe Rogan experience. Not Spotify Jesus signed Christ. the popular podcast hosted by a former UFC commentator and comedian in an exclusive deal this year. He still hosts UFC on occasion. He's such a vanilla person to go after. Well, that's how I know they don't know what they're talking about. Is there are legitimate people you could target? I don't think Rogan's this this far right person they're trying to paint him out to be. Yeah, you want to put Alex Jones in there? Like, okay, Alex has earned it a little bit. Yeah, there's legitimately people who deserve that role. He's he's not it. Let's see. During the pandemic, one of Rogan's guests suggested the virus may have been enhanced and escaped from a lab, and another, the Tesla CEO Elon Musk claimed without evidence that hospitals were reporting patients as having COVID-19 for financial gain. But that's not necessarily untrue. They are getting more per patient for positive COVID. Also, who, give, who gives a fuck what Elon Musk says about medical shit? Well, that's what makes it funny. And <laughs> like, I think this they're is... They're just talking. It's two people talking. Yeah. I think the person they're talking about when they're talking about the virus being enhanced, I think that was Eric Weinstein. Yeah, I think, I think you're Weinstein, you're right. however the fuck he says it. If I remember correctly, which is another funny person for them to like be disinformation. It's like, bro, that dude is brilliant. Also, we don't we don't need people fact checking two dudes smoking weed and talking. Well, that's also what makes it hilarious is like you guys report on TikTok like it's fucking reality. But Joe Rogan and someone get drunk and say that the the earth is fucking flat or some shit and you lose your mind. Yes, the the, the standards are not being applied. Evenly. Once again, literalism is killing us. Yeah. Yeah. We live in a uh, uh, inability, a post-satire world where people can no longer interpret what's a joke and what's uh, serious. Well, it's not even that. They just take everything seriously. <laughs> like nothing Joe Rogan is saying is in jest. He's he's delivering hard news. Do you know how weird the internet must be if you're reading everything and taking it at face value? Oh, that's why I think, like, journalists have finally broken. 
is they can no longer they can no longer differentiate between what's what's real and what's not. Like they just think every they're kind of fallen actually into what Alex talked about, where they just think everything's literally meant literally. Like nobody's kidding. There's no nuance. There's no innuendo. When Alex says, you know, we're gonna get uh, Joe Biden out of there one way or another, like, oh, he's clearly telling people to go kill Joe Biden. Yeah, it's they like, jump immediately to Jesus uh, Christ Alex trying to incite civil war. Yeah, so I don't know if the internet has finally succeeded in fully just snapping what was left of journalism. The last fragments of reality have been severed. I mean, we all kind of saw it coming. I'd been even talking about it when I was in college about how this was eventually going to lead to corporate press having to migrate over to the internet because the internet was winning the battle. Well, I'm glad we can be considered part of the problem. I know. That's... I love that I can, just because they've told me I'm misinformation, I feel like I have a green light to spew whatever I want. They've, yeah, warned, they've warned people. If You've if, been warned. If we're to be accused of it, you might as well take advantage of the accusation. It's like, uh, what was that shitty movie with... Uh, See, this, this is what oh. happens when you watch movies <laughs> at 4x speed is you forget every main character. Double Jeopardy. There it's it the is. one where, uh, what's her name, gets put in jail for killing her husband and then gets back out and he's still alive and she goes to kill him. I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I lost the plot to that sentence, like two words in. I, I swear to God, I was going to tie that around and do a good point. You'll come back it to it. It was very cogent. I'll buy you some time. I'll uh, buy you some time. But the, the best the best quote is here at the end where uh, she's just talking about, I guess, uh, the effect that podcasts are having on people. And just, uh, for my dad, I think podcasts have tried to fill that void of human interaction. <laughs> So I guess more lockdowns is better for us. People have called it a friendship simulator. I yeah. remembered where I was going. What I was okay. going to say is if you're going to be accused of it, like in Double Jeopardy, she mm -hmm. wanted to kill her husband because mm -hmm. she went to jail for it. So it's it's a similar train of thought. I if got it. If I you're going to you. be accused of the crime, you might as well commit it. Yeah. And so I feel, I feel better, especially because this article really didn't actually suggest any solutions. It was just... Why won't you guys take more down? Because <laughs> uh, I guess her dad likes them. I don't know. Maybe she just hates her father. Who do you think would be the next to go if they if they uh, purge someone a la Alex? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, the, they obviously tried with Joe, but realized there's limits. The drop off from like the Alex Milo mm. crowd to the next tier below is a pretty that. big drop off. I would say Candace Owens, but she's got a pretty secure no, platform. No, she, she's mainstream now. Yeah, I don't think they can get her. I don't think there's anybody left. I think I think they've, I mean, I guess maybe a few bit players, maybe Ali. I think there's a... Some people, I would assume maybe they could go after a Lynn Wood or a Sydney Powell and shit, but they also have Parlor now. That would be my guess. I think uh, probably some of the like bigger Q podcasts out there would, uh, would probably be next on the list. They, I mean, they took a lot of those out, but... Michael Flynn was just on one not that long ago, like a week or so ago. Yeah. Oh, well, they also got, they, hey, look, they coordinated that message really well amongst and the community. He was on talking about like, a, a, oh, he's spewing all sorts of crazy before shit. Before he hung up, he's like, I got to leave. They're tracking me. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's, I don't know if he's lost it a little too. 100%. Because I mean, they've definitely fucked with him almost more than anyone else for the last few years. But, uh, yeah, he was talking about that executive order, too, and, like, you know, the president can declare martial law. It's not unheard of. They've broken everyone's mind. Now everyone is just, they're, they're losing the e thread. Everyone is suffering from Alex Jones syndrome.
Well, there we go. So uh, the world's ending and we're all going to die. I think... Uh, well, the world's ending, but we're going to be here to podcast through it. So like and subscribe <laughs> because that'll help us keep building it. And I'm going to try and get us back on the band.video. <laughs> all right. Who do you? Mom out. <laughs>